This week's Torah content has been sponsored by the Fishbines, who enjoy reading the sponsorship messages every week in honor of Chen and Max's wedding and with a tefillah for a lasting peace in Israel. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote and published on my Substack on June 9th, 2023, and the article is entitled, Beha'alosra, The Shechina Isn't a Dog Person. Here's the teaser for the article. I am not a dog person. I have no problem with dog people unless they're insensitive to those who aren't dog people. According to Chazal, the Shechina has my back. Take heed, O dog people. Here's the article. Behaloscha, the Shechina isn't a dog person. The Mishnah in Bavakama 7.7 states, a person may not raise a dog unless it is leashed. Although the Rambam seemingly applies this ruling to all dogs, others limit it to a quote-unquote bad dog, that is, a dog which might cause harm. See Shulchan Aruch Choshen Mishpat 4093. We'll return to this qualification later. The Gemara brings down a cryptic teaching based on a Pasuk in Parshas Bahaloscha. Quote, Rabbi Dostai from Biri expounded on Bamidbar 1036, which states, When the Ark rested, Moshe said, Return Hashem to the myriads of the thousands of Israel. This teaches that the Shechina, the Divine Presence, only rests on 22,000 Jews. And the calculation here is myriad equals 10,000, myriads, plural, equals 20,000, myriads of thousands, plural, equals 22,000. Thus, if there are 21,999 Jews and one pregnant woman who was fit to complete the number by giving birth, but a dog barked at her and she miscarried as a result of the fright, this dog owner is found to have caused the Shechina to depart from Israel. End quote from the Gemara. There are two major questions. One, what does it mean that the Shechina only rests on a minimum of 22,000 Jews? Surely the drusha fits, sure, the drusha fits into the words myriads of thousands, but what idea are Chazal trying to teach us? Two, why is this dog owner blamed for chasing away the Shechina? This seems like an unduly harsh condemnation. Our first question is partially answered by the Torah Tamima, on the basis of the Pasuk in Tehillim 82.1, God stands in the divine assembly, Elohim Nitzav Ba'adas Kel. A Sanhedrin must have a minimum of 22 core judges, with the 23rd serving as a tiebreaker. Considering Shlomo HaMelech's statement in Kohelis 7.28 that, quote, I have only found one worthy man in a thousand, end quote, it turns out that, statistically speaking, 22,000 Jews are needed in order to, to find 22 worthy individuals who will constitute the divine assembly in which the Shechina can stand. Hold this thought. The answer to our second question emerges from a series of dog-related statements in the Gemara Shabbos 63a and b. Reish Lakish said, Anyone who raises a bad dog in his house withholds chesed, kindness, from his house. Rashi explains, quote, because he doesn't allow the poor to approach his door, end quote, since his dog frightens them. For this reason, Maharsha learns that even a non-bad dog results in withheld chesed as long as it scares the poor. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak said, quote, a dog owner also casts off the fear of heaven, end quote. Maharsha explains that taking security in one's guard dog detracts from security in Hashem. A third statement is brought down in Shabbos and Bavakama, quote, there was a pregnant woman who entered a house to bake. A dog barked at her, and her fetus was displaced. The owner of the ha- that house told her, Don't be afraid. His teeth and claws have been removed. She responded, Take your good intentions and throw them on the thorns. The fetus has already stirred and will certainly die. End quote. This anecdote illustrates a truth that is familiar to all non-dog people. Dog owners tend to be blind to the fear experienced by non-dog people. As a non-dog person, I can tell you that one of the worst things a dog owner can say is, don't worry, my dog is friendly. I hate friendly dogs. Give me an old, apathetic, or depressed dog any day, but if your friendly dog wants to play, then I'm out of there. 
Halacha responds to this psychological reality with great sensitivity. It doesn't matter whether the dog is objectively dangerous, for example, if its teeth and claws have been removed, the dog owner is obligated to leash their dog so that nobody even feels endangered. We are now in a position to elucidate the insight that emerges from these Gemaras. Dog owners love their dogs so much that they are often oblivious to how they harm others and themselves. They might, A, scare the poor, depriving them of tzedakah and themselves of chesed, B, dilute their security in Hashem on account of their security in their guard dog, or C, cause the loss of a human life, a life which, on a purely statistical basis, might have become a tzaddik who caused the Shechina to dwell in Israel. Are these possibilities remote? Perhaps. But that is precisely the point. Every Jew matters. If a dog owner's affection for their canine companion overrides their concern for the well-being of a fellow Jew, that is something the Shechina cannot abide. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewos at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.